Welcome to Booked, where two guys tell you about the books they're reading. I'm Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Snedden. I'm not going to start this episode off by singing, but I do <laughs> say, it's our ninth anniversary, man. <laughs> yeah, this is um, this is the longest I've done practically anything in my life, I want to say. <laughs> right? It's kind of fucking weird. Um, so we're a little early for our nine-year anniversary, and, and uh, I'm sure we'll get to why a little bit later. So this episode will probably not be terribly lengthy. It'll probably be a lot of us stroking ourselves, talking about how great we've been for nine years. It's one of our favorite things to do. Yeah. Um, but it's one of the hardest things to do. Because Rob and I have known this was coming up this week for like two weeks now. And basically, I don't want to say we have nothing. We have very little <laughs> to talk about this episode so uh we may set another record here shortest episode ever yeah honestly like uh, i think that we might have to reconsider even doing anniversary episodes because like the eighth anniversary episode probably sounded a lot like the seventh anniversary episode but with just like a couple of more new things so like how long and like Maybe we do it every five years or something. I don't know. But like uh, there's just it becomes especially since we do a year in review yep. like four months earlier. It feels like we're just kind of like treading the same territory a lot. So um, it's oh. it's good to stroke our egos, but I don't know. We, we have to. Do, oh, you were talking about stroking your ego. Oh, that's I, I'm totally <laughs> confused. <laughs> Apologies. Wow. It's a good thing that we. <laughs> We don't do video on Skype. That's right. <clears throat> Sorry, now that I've arranged myself <laughs> a better. Um, uh, yeah, so, but next year we have to do one because it's the 10 year anniversary. We can't miss the 10 year anniversary. So, know. you know, yeah. it's, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time. You know, the last year has been very, very good to us. 2020 is, uh, is, is, is really started off well and is just going to get better. I guess I'll mention. Um, the reason you're getting this episode early is because we really wanted to cover Providence, which is Max Berry's new book, next week, which is when we really should do this anniversary episode. And you know what? We would be willing to bump that a week or whatever, but but we're going to have Max Berry on for yeah. an interview next week. So we want to make sure that's timely. And clearly, talking to Max Berry is probably a little more important than us hitting our anniversary date um, the way we would have liked to. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. We talked to Max Berry, God, years ago. Was it Machine Man? Was that the book? Yeah. So when Machine Man came out, and I'm just going to hazard a guess that that was 2014, maybe? 2011. Holy shit, 2011. So <laughs> uh, nine years ago. How's that possible? We talked to Max Berry our first year doing we, the podcast? We did. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, that was. we did good. We did well that that was the we one did. that we did. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's awesome. So at any rate, um, that long ago. But we're going to have him on again. Um, he did cancel his tour to the U.S., so we had to work out some weird time things. Rob's going to have to get up at an ungodly hour um, for that interview. I mean, you'll have to be up by, what, like 7.15 in the morning? Um. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a little earlier than usual for me. Do you, do you need me to spend the night to make sure you're awake? Or no, anything? no, no. I usually so uh, um, for work. I usually go to work at about eight to eight thirty every day. Well, I guess we could talk about that too because that's not happening lately. But um, yeah, so I'm usually my alarm usually goes off around. Yeah, I'll have to get up a little earlier than usual. All right. I just always pictured that you always sleep till ten o'clock, no matter what. Oh, and it's mostly because I, I get messages from you at like three in the morning. Yeah, which I know. did. It don't bother me because like my phone's on like do not disturb. <laughs> I'll look and I'll be like Jesus Christ, Rob! What the fuck time did you go to bed? So, so for the record, Machine Man released August twenty sixth, two thousand eleven. Wow, yeah, a long time ago. It's been a while since we talked to Max. Yeah, see, we remember talking to Max. I doubt Max will remember talking to us. I guess. Well, I guess that'll be our first question. Do you remember us? What do you remember <laughs> about us? We we preface it. We're like a lot of how this interview is going to go is is writing on your answer to this first question <laughs> yep. so, but i'm very much uh looking forward uh to that so hence this is why you have this episode early i guess that was a long way of saying i know that most of you have your calendars marked for april 1st um <laughs> don't believe anything you hear and it's the booked anniversary so um you can still send gifts 
dude, mean, you mentioned year Sorry, round. Year round, you can send. I don't want to limit it to our anniversary. Very, very true. Um, I do want to say thanks to Craig Walwork who sent us copies of his book, which he totally didn't need to do. Bad people showed up um, on my doorstep, really out of the blue, um, just yesterday, uh, two days ago, I guess on Friday. Um, it's pretty awesome of him to send them all the way from um, England, which costs some ungodly amount of, I can't even imagine how much he paid to ship books to us. What a buddy, man. That's uh, that's nice. I, I'm looking forward to, uh, I already have a copy cause I bought one, you know, to support the release of it and everything. Um, but I'm looking forward to putting the better one in my wall of books we've reviewed. There is a signed one and I don't want to spoil the surprise for you, but there's a little something extra too. Ooh. Let's just say it was a very, very nice touch. Huh? All right. Cash. So, um, I'm assuming cash. Yes, there is cash. There's cash payment from Wallwork for the review we gave him. No, no, it's not that. But um, I thought it was a very nice touch. Um, that being said, we're practicing social distancing, so who knows when you'll get that book. Sometime, <laughs> I'm assuming, in 2023, when we're allowed to leave our houses again. Yeah, this is an uncertain time, my friend. Our ninth anniversary finds us in a place we've never been before. Yes, that's well. In a, all right, some of us in a place we've never been before. Let's let's clarify. <laughs> Rob has paid time off of work. Well, I'm actually working said, from home. But yes, yeah. I'm sorry, working from home. Which you know, listen, let's face it. Whenever someone says they're working from home, that means they're doing like 20 percent of work and then 80 percent of fucking off. That's what working from home really means. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, me, on the other hand, my workload has increased by like 30 percent. So. <laughs> So I guess, yeah, I've never been in this position either where I have to work more while everybody works less. Jesus Christ. Wow, that's what, I mean, so it's like the opposite of the podcast. Yes, it is the exact opposite of the podcast. See, in the podcast, you would be considered <laughs> essential. In the rest of the world, apparently I am considered essential and you can just sit at home and do stuff from there. Uh, I will tell you, it is, it's not, uh, it's not all easy. Like, when I, so I did my first full week uh, working from home this past week, uh, recording on a Sunday. So obviously this past week that just finished up <clears throat> and um, the I, I noticed early on that like it's tough to have um, arrested development playing in the background while I do my work because like they're, you know, they're short episodes. So you run through the entire series really quick and then you're playing it again. And it's like, oh, man, I'm in this loop of arrested development. <laughs> episodes. Yeah. It's, it's real hardship. I, I want to thank you for sharing um, your hardship with uh, with everybody, Rob. So uh, if you're the praying kind, please say a prayer <laughs> for Rob that his working from home gets easier as uh, as time goes on. And uh, he, he only makes it through three or four viewings of Justified in its entirety before he's able to return to work. The thing about working from home, I've never done that. I mean, I, I've done it here and there for like an hour or two. You yeah. know what I mean? But I've never done it. But there's a there's like two schools of thought that from talking to people who have worked from home, including my girlfriend who worked from home for a while, there is the I can't get motivated. It's so hard. A little bit along the lines of what you're saying, like the distractions and it's just too easy to do something else. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's the other thing where you could be a lot more productive because there's no one to bug you. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, like I think to myself, so I have a planning day at work. It's Tuesday. And when I say planning day, that means I get about two hours total in that whole day where I can actually do the stuff I'm supposed to do because of distractions and stuff. If I were to like, take that planning day and do it from home, I'm sure I could get it done in four hours instead of eight, but it would be uninterrupted. Like I, I can just barrel through it and, and get my stuff done. So, I mean, I guess it depends. If you're motivated enough, I think working from home can be very productive. And then if you're not, then, you know, it's a lot of naps and trips to like, you know, the, the, the store and, you know, lunch and everything else. So I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to do it. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty big believer of, of finding a place to do something and doing it in that place. And that's for, for a lot of different things. Like I tend to read in the same places that I do, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I think going to work for me is probably the more beneficial way to do it. Although I'm totally willing to give this work from home thing a try. <laughs> um, the timing, the only, the, did I tell you about my desk? No. All right. So, uh, 
in an effort to make my apartment feel less um, crowded, which is something that Livius has uh, commented on, how my, my apartment feels very cl- cluttered, I think, um, I decided that I had to lose a piece of furniture and it was going to be the desk. And so um, I did that without really having a plan of how I was going to record the podcast. But since I don't have a desktop computer anymore, I have a laptop. I figured most of the time I'm not sitting at the desk anyway. So I got rid of the desk. Literally two days later, they're like, you're working from home. <laughs> I was like, oh, son of a bitch. What am I going to do now? I don't have a desk. So I've been sitting on the couch with like a side table that's got like a <laughs> my second monitor on it. And I'm just like, so I'm, I'm looking at the computer in my lap, the monitor in front of me, and the TV a little off to the left all at the same time. Yeah, see, that sounds even less like working from home. Because now, yeah. now I'm just picturing you like kind of slouched on your couch. <laughs> it's very <laughs> you know a lot of slouching like, going on. Like you're not even upright. I saw um I saw an ad, and I guess this is a legitimate thing. It was some kind of weird office chair that reclines almost <laughs> to like 180 degrees, but has a mount for your laptop. So no matter yeah. how you recline, your laptop is still at like eye level. Yeah, I've seen that too. So it looks like everything's going to crash down on your face like in any moment. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's terrifying. Like, what kind of asshole fucking buys that? Seriously. Yeah. Unless like you have some sort of medical condition that makes it so you can't sit upright. I don't see a benefit. But then there's those recumbent bicycles, you know, I'm talking about where you're like, you're kind of laying down and you're basically like pushing your feet forward. Yes. I don't get yep. those either. Yeah. Um, so hold on a second. I, I was able to find <laughs> this. Um, this is just one um, from a company called Altwork, um, not a sponsor of the show. Welcome to the new way to work and uh, signature alt workstation. Um, let's see. Uh, retail price seventy six fifty. That's seven thousand six hundred fifty bucks. I got excited for a um, second. <laughs> yeah, um, but there's a line through it, and I can click here to request the best price. Ooh, seventy six twenty. Yeah. So I got to tell you, this is what I've learned. If you ever have to give your email address to get a price for something, it is probably not a great deal. Right. Like if they had a great deal you wouldn't have to have like someone contact you about the cost. Yeah. Cause they're basically like, let's see how we can convince you that this is a good deal. Instead oh, I of think, just, yeah, I think CNBC might've busted them on the price. I guess they must've submitted their email, the $5,900 <laughs> chair that lets you lay down on the job. So it's a uh, before tax is $600 or I'm sorry, $6,000, $5,900. I don't think it's worth it. I mean, like, no, I, I don't think it's worth it. Somebody out there is like, yeah, this is a great idea. Dude even has an arm for that second monitor. <laughs> I was going to say there's day traders or something who are like, how can I lay down? Yeah. Well, work? the funny part, this article has a picture then of how you can you also use it as a standing desk. Motherfucker, you bought a chair you could lay down in to do your job. You're not standing <laughs> for anything. There's no chance that you're getting up to stand and work when you paid six grand to be able to lay down and do it. That's uh, I agree. This is nonsense. Anyway. So what I was thinking was, maybe not for working, but for doing the podcast, I think, I think <laughs> maybe we should go ahead and just place an order for one. I know you don't have a lot of space at your place for this type of thing. I have a podcast room. I could Dude, fit that yeah. in. Yeah, take the bullet. Yeah, and I could, uh, I could try it and review it for our, uh, for our listeners. Then you'll have the most expensive desk ever, and I will have zero desks. Yes, you will have a, a coffee table <laughs> and uh, and a side table. So, um, excellent so anyway, stuff. Yeah. Nine years. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. No, it, it's really. I mean, I'm I'm trying to make some levity out of this because obviously everything that's going on in the world is is super depressing. Um, right now, lots of people are stuck at home. A lot of them without paychecks and stuff. So I, you know, I, I'm trying to make a little bit light of the situation. Um, but it's it, it's a pretty serious one. For example, this is how serious it is. Unprecedented what happened. I got a message today from Rob that said, finished the book. And I looked at it for a second, and I was like, we're not even recording that review for a week. So 
Although you read it all in like two days, three days, whatever, like you normally do. You did it a week early. So clearly there's something not going right with the world right now. There's, yeah, there's things that are, it's, everything's off balance. Um, I did that thing. So I realized, and I haven't really talked about this to anybody, but like, um, usually when I put off reading a book to like the last minute, it's just because I don't know anything about the book. So I can't get excited about reading it usually. Um, and I feel like if I do like a little, um, like one or two chapters just to get my mind going in the story, it makes me more likely to just continue to read it and not push it off to the last minute. So I've been trying to do that, um, little kind of like jump start, And I just did that the other day. Cause like I'm sitting at home doing nothing because I can't go anywhere. And, um, then I was like, Ooh, this is good. And I just read the whole thing. <laughs> it's not true that you can't go anywhere. So for anybody who's not, um, from the, uh, from Illinois, right. Um, we were given a, uh, shelter in place order by our governor, um, on Friday, three days ago and all non-essential businesses have closed. But Rob, there are still places you can go. I discovered that there are essential businesses that you would have never thought of. <laughs> and, and this is just for me wait. commuting. This is for me commuting from, from home to work and vice versa that I have discovered that AutoZone is an essential business oh. that is open in this time of crisis. Okay. As are laundromats. Now, so if you've got to wash clothes, you can still do that. I would say I don't have a laundry in my apartment building. Yeah, so that seems pretty essential. But did I? Did you see my post on Facebook the other day? The, uh, refresh my memory. I did a shout out to my mom, uh, thanking her for basically preparing my wardrobe for the situation by giving me like fleece pajama pants like every year for like the last decade. <laughs> I did miss so that. There's a pile. It's <laughs> me laying down in pajama pants with a pile of other pairs. So like what I'm trying to do, this is my actual strategy is just not wear clothes uh, except for these pajama pants that I don't go out in public in so that like I don't have to go to the laundromat uh, and be out in public and expose myself. Our listeners are now picturing Rob with no shirt on wearing, <laughs> wearing that hat and some fucking pajama pants. I'm wearing a shirt. I'm sorry. I, I am wearing a and shirt. And now we know the end of the world is upon us. This is... <laughs> Definitely going out with a whimper, not a bang. Yeah. So um, dollar stores appear to be open. Um, office supply stores are open. <laughs> um, it, it's uh, it's you know clearly pharmacies and grocery stores are open, but it's a hit or miss on on what they have in stock at any given time. Mm -hmm. um, so essentially, here's some non-essential businesses. GameStop, which oddly enough, my understanding is tried to apply for a license to be considered essential, <laughs> and failed. Shut down. Yeah. Kohl's uh, is closed. So if you don't have pajama pants, do not go to Kohl's to buy some if you're trying to emulate Rob. So uh, for international listeners, Kohl's is a, uh, a department store, but like 60% clothing and then maybe like 40% housewares. Um, so, yeah, I was uh, it was just kind of interesting <laughs> to, to, to find out what when you say essential to me, I'm thinking food and medicine. Right. Probably gas yeah, stations. Yeah. Right. Because there are well, yeah. you know, people who might need to. Well, and all right, so I'll tell you one that this one threw me off. Like, obviously, there's this is having a really negative impact on a lot of businesses. Um, and so uh, I'm seeing lots of creativity with how people are, are continuing to make money. Like, obviously, restaurants doing deliveries and stuff like that is a big thing. Um, there is a this. So our ninth anniversary episode is just going to be talking about this weird shelter in place situation um there's a <laughs> restaurant bar in my town that um uh has a like a bottle shop like a little like you know to to go liquor kind of shop attached to it and so obviously they're keeping that open and they're also keeping their kitchen open for, like you order ahead and pick up your food but they started selling kegs so these guys have just tons of kegs of like rare beers and stuff like that that they just kind of like put out whenever they you know, feel like it to bring in the crowds and they're selling through like a massive inventory of kegs um, to whoever wants to buy them just so that they can kind of, you know, pick up a different stream of revenue while, while this is going on. So I was like, I was impressed by that. It was also kind of like, it kind of emphasizes the severity of what's going on, but people are getting creative with uh, how they can keep bringing money in. 
That's a very interesting. This did not. I didn't even know we we're going to be talking about this. Quite quite frankly, um, <laughs> neither did I. <laughs> but I did a little bit of quick research while you were explaining that because someone at work told me today of uh, what is likely, and and I guess I'll see if you and maybe even the listeners agree, the most creative thing that um, a, a business has done in this uh, time of social distancing. Um, this is from USA Today. Um, I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to read uh, two paragraphs, I guess. While much of Nevada has closed in compliance with Governor Steve Sisolak's 30-day shutdown order to fight the spread of COVID-19, a Sin City strip club called Little Darlings remains open with a new menu of coronavirus-inspired options. We are going to offer drive-up window strip shows, Ryan Carlson, Director of Operations for Little Darlings, told the Las Vegas Review-Journal and KSNV-TV. Guests can drive up to the front door and we're going to have dancers separated by the six foot separation rule and they can enjoy a totally nude show right from the seat of their car <laughs> would you like I, to guess what a 10 minute dance costs rob just this is gonna this is gonna expose my lack of knowledge of of like strip club club pricing um, but I'm guessing they're probably hiking it up because of what's going on. hundred bucks. Yeah. I think listeners are going to doubt, uh, everything that you said prior to the hundred bucks. Cause that is spot on <laughs> drive up shows last 10 minutes <laughs> and cost $100. They began at 8 PM Saturday. So nice. I don't know if that was last Saturday. When's this article from, um, no, from last night. So last night, starting at 8 PM, this started oddly enough, um, there's a picture of for little darlings, Las Vegas. It looks like this is from their Instagram page and, uh, they have a, like a giant, um, you know, digital sign outside mm -hmm. and it says Corona virus free lap dances, man. I'm going to, it's going to be so great looking back on 2020 <laughs> if yeah. we survive it. Like it's going to be so weird because the thought that I'm having is the things that are changing now out of necessity are going to change the way that things get done like going forward right um it, quite possibly and, and you know what there there are some industries but i god i just think that people want normalcy so much that the second they have it they will go right back to doing things the way they normally did yeah. i could be wrong but that's my feeling yeah hmm. um yeah, it's just it's strange, but I will say that I did manage to get out and do a good, uh, an enthusiastic amount of grocery shopping before this uh, uh, shelter in order, shelter in place order happened. So I'm set up with like, I mean, I got enough hot pockets to get me through this. I was just gonna say I can't really like I know you pretty well, and I know that you're not somebody who's likely to cook like an elaborate <laughs> meal. So I was wondering. Um, what that means, but I'm guessing your freezer is full and there's still just beer in your refrigerator. No, I've got like, I got a bunch of different stuff. I, I branched out from my usual, like, you know, I got stuff to make sandwiches. I've got like stuff for pasta and, um, like, uh, you know, like normal people food <laughs> stuff for pasta. You mean just pasta, right? Like that's <laughs> stuff for pasta. You mean just the box, right? That's got the dried pasta in it. No, it's like those packages of like pre-made raviolis or whatever. And then oh, you just like gotcha. heat them up and you put the marinara sauce on there. Like that kind of stuff. I've got uh, stuff for making like pulled pork sandwiches. Um, mac and cheese. I I expect that you're going to continue to just go out to drive throughs which are open. And then just throw all that shit in the garbage when this is all over. Yeah. I'll have to check back with you on that. I mean, I'll sprinkle that in every now and then, like order a pizza or something, but I'm trying to yeah. stick to the whole, like not going out of my apartment thing as much as I can. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting, interesting time. Um, are you going to read any extra books with all this time off that you have? I mean, you're already a week ahead on the podcast. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to stray too much from our, our, um, our list that I can think of. I don't have any plans to, but we'll see. It all depends on how like bored I get because like you said, there's only so many times I can rewatch justified before that's going to get old. So <sighs> I don't know, man, times are um, strange. I um, just want to check in because I had mentioned that I was going to try to read some books outside the podcast and I have completed my second non podcast book for the year this past Ooh. week and started my third. So, 
um, it's it's all going almost according to plan. <laughs> I'm a little behind, but uh, I did finish Catcoin by Frank Edler, um, which I uh, I quite enjoyed. I, I was a little iffy because the premise was so bizarre. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it, but I do have to give Frank credit. He uh, he wrote a very um, fun um, and somewhat informative um, a book about a currency um, called Catcoin. Like cryptocurrency kind of? Yes, except instead of cryptocurrency, it's actual cats. Oh. But oh. he followed um, pretty closely to the history of Bitcoin. I'm, I'm not an expert by any means, <laughs> but I could definitely hit the points where I was like, Oh, okay. I know exactly what he's referencing here. And I know exactly what he's referencing here. And I'm sure there are probably references I didn't get. Um, but I will say if you need something to read, um, and you want to read a book, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read the synopsis, but, um, this is definitely something you can do while you're on your, uh, your mandated hiatus. One is a cat, one is money. One is cat coin, a cryptocurrency. Follow the history of an unlikely cat, which becomes the primary coin in an economic revolution that will change the world. Cat coin is a globe-trotting tale that reveals the history of a new money that changes the way people spend money and disrupts the way banks do businesses and tips the scales of the balance of power held by world governments. <laughs> Friendships are forged, lovers are loved, and durian fruit is smashed. Enrich yourself in the history of Catcoin, the world's first feline-based cryptocurrency. There you go. <laughs> um, he that guy's got an interesting imagination. Did what did he do that was all sausages? Did he have a book that was like sausage focused? Um, yes, it was uh, Brats in Hell, right. I believe is what it was called. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, you know what? It's 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 a bizarro story, but it it really. Like in your mind, when you can separate out the silly, I think it gives you a good look at, at cryptocurrency and, and, you know, the history of Bitcoin. So I, I, I think it has some value and it's really funny in parts, too. So cool. anyway, nice job, Frank. What's the uh, third one that you started? Uh, um, Brian Evanson's collection that came out last year. Oh, nice. Um, Song for the Unraveling of the World. Um, I'm only like four stories in. I'm probably gonna have to take a break. I, I mean, you put me on. I need to take a break from this and get on this other book because you're a solid seven days ahead of me now <laughs> on uh, on this. So um, I'm probably gonna have to put this one on the back burner and, and come back to it, which quite honestly, I picked a book that was a short story collection. So it'd be easier to do. So I'm not breaking up like a one story by reading another book. Makes sense. Um, so far, so good, man. Brian Evanston has not lost a step. God, can yeah. I craft a short story? Holy shit. Yeah, the dude's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, like everything that we've read. Well, you didn't like The Warren. I remember that. But that was super yeah. sci-fi. Yep. Well, that's the problem with sci-fi books. You always There's that chance you're going to alienate um, those of us who absolutely hate science fiction. Which, I mean, I'm interested to see your reaction to Providence, the, the Max know. Perry book, because... Um, I mean, it takes place in space and like fighting aliens and stuff. So there is a solid sci-fi situation going on. But I'm 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 optimistic that you will uh, appreciate the story side of things enough that it won't take you out of it too much. I am also optimistic because you you helped um, you know kind of alleviate my my concern because <laughs> I didn't know what it was and I looked at the cover when the art came in and I was like oh fuck there's a guy in an astronaut suit what did we get ourselves into yeah there's no way that's not in space um yeah. i will say that the cover um art is very cool and um we'll talk about this more during the the review but it actually means something it's part of the story so um, it'll be interesting to talk about that because we usually forget to talk about book covers yeah um so i you know again i'm I'm hesitant, but um, I'm looking forward, man. It's been a long time since I've read a Max Berry book, and that dude has always kind of done right by me in a in a literary fashion. So it's uh, it's one of the ones I was most looking forward to this year, and we're upon it. So, all right, I need to do at least a little bit of this. So the only thing I prepared for our ninth anniversary episode is like a list of stuff that's happened while we've been a podcast, um, just so that we weren't. I was trying to steer us away from like the, oh, remember the time that Sean Ferguson did this, you know, like that kind of thing. And everybody gets really bored super fast. There are a few things that I want to point out um, for the sake of like scope of time that I thought were interesting. 
Um, so our podcast started April 1st, 2011. So nine years ago as of April 1st. And it was interesting to see some of the things that were also kind of starting out around that time or after that time. So for example, were you aware that in April, 2011 game of Thrones first episode aired? Um, so no, I, I, I didn't like, I'm bad with this kind of thing. No, I had no idea. Um, I would have said if you asked me, I would have thought that started when we were like three years into the podcast. I know it's weird. Like it's so. Mm-hmm. Here's the other one that really blew my mind: the first ever iPad was released in April of 2011. Dude, that's another one. I thought the <laughs> iPad was so much older than the podcast, and I was stunned when I saw this on the document. Yeah. Like, like the the um the next one, if you cover, I and I guess I'll say it. Siri came out in September of 2011. Yep. That one I would have thought was even later. You know, I would have, if you right. said, hey, when did Siri come out? I said, I don't know, probably 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. But the iPad, I was the sure iPad, predated yeah. us by years. And to find out we're older than the iPad, that's bizarre. It's crazy. And then I had to throw in the one for you, the one after that, that Gangnam style came out in 2012. <laughs> yeah, the greatest song ever written, 2012 Gangnam style. So that's, uh, yeah, it just, it, it, throws things into a little bit of perspective um that all of these like that we've been a podcast long enough to see these events and it just like there's a distortion of time like some things seem like they were much more recent other things seem like they were much much farther longer ago um and there's a couple of like weird events not necessarily good ones that i thought i would mention um because we were somehow kind of tangled up in them, like at least tangentially. Um, so, for example, uh, we went to L.A. in the summer of 2012 uh, to hang out with a bunch of people uh, from the, uh, I guess, our, our expanded kind of group, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we made a movie. We did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when we made a movie. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Livius was one of the star actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, we went to go see the premiere of the movie, The Dark Knight Rises at the Arclight Cinerama Dome on Sunset Boulevard. And, um, we didn't know, know it until we got there. There was like tons of like, um, news, uh, vans and stuff and crews setting up outside of the theater. And we thought, wow, this is, this must be what like a, or at least I thought this must be what movie <laughs> premieres are like in Hollywood. We've never... I've never gone to a, a a movie on opening day, but they were there interviewing people because of the shooting that happened in Aurora, Colorado, um, overnight when the when the movie launched. Mm-hmm. So that was that's kind of fucked up. That was really fucked up, but we did get some free publicity. Friend of the podcast, Gordon Highland, was interviewed by Inside Edition, and he was wearing his booked T shirt. <laughs> um, we saw no increase in listenership that week, um, yeah. but still, it was pretty cool. But we, yeah, we tried. So that, that was a weird little, little tie into the podcast with like a a crazy, um, public event. And then the other one that I thought was interesting was an AWP in 2013 was in Boston. Um, and we went there and spent like a week or whatever did off. Like we didn't do anything AWP related, but we did like offsite stuff. Like we went to readings and we, we held our own reading at a place called the international poster gallery, um, in Boston. And that was just like maybe a week or two before the Boston marathon, which was where that bombing happened. And so like, um, geographically where the bombing happened was within blocks of where we were staying and where we did our, our reading and stuff like that. Yeah. Those, uh, that was uh, both of them tragedies, actually. I guess I should throw Aurora, Colorado in the tragedy, tragedy category, too. Um, both very unfortunate things. Um, Rob threw together a very comprehensive list of things that have happened, and I'm going to skip around <laughs> a little bit. Um, but these are all things that have happened since the podcast. Yeah. Um, the global population reached 7 billion people. Uh, I think we're over eight now, right? So in the time this podcast uh, has know. been on, I think we picked up another billion people. Google that for me while I go through I some of this. I, I want to say I'm not responsible for any increase in the population, though. Not that you're aware of. Good point. 
the Encyclopedia Britannica stopped um, its print edition in 2012 after 246 years. Um, we're older than Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat has an, <laughs> an actual birthday. I did not know. I mean, I assumed it, it did, but I didn't know this was actually like, you know, like public knowledge. Grumpy Cat's birthday. Grumpy Cat's dead now, right? Yeah, Grumpy Cat died. Yeah. I and think. is that on this list? No. <laughs> it's an incomplete yeah. list. That is a very, very complete, uh, incomplete list. Um, Edward Snowden um, leaked his uh, info on uh, CIA surveillance in 2013. Um, let's see. Uh, USA and Cuba reestablished diplomatic relations after 54 years. We got to see a bunch of really cool videos of cars from like the 1950s yeah. that have been kept in immaculate <laughs> condition. That was pretty cool. That was pretty nice. Um, some of these I don't even know what they mean. SpaceX's Falcon 9 becomes the first reusable rocket to successfully enter orbital space and return. I mean, I, I understand what it means, but, you know. It seemed like a big deal. Yeah. Harambe the gorilla was shot and killed. I mean, that's that became, um, you know, an internet meme, right? Huge, huge. Yeah. So the Chicago Cubs won the World Series for the first time in 108 years. Um, in 2016 and 2017, Starbucks released the Unicorn Frappuccino. <laughs> I'm going to say that 2017 is a very depressing year. Like, uh, so a lot of the information I pulled was just from like, you know, Wikipedia has entries for the year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would just go down the list and see what kind of significant things happen. And there was usually a mix of like good and bad stuff. And set 2017 was just all garbage. So I actually went to other sources just to find something <laughs> like not depressing. Uh, so yeah, 2017. Rob, Rob, Rob Google, let's see. Everyone loves unicorns. What if I Google 2017 and unicorns? unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking unicorn frappuccino was this. So. <laughs> Um, let's see, 2018, late 2018, Canada legalizes weed and becomes yeah. more chill than they normally are. Um, 2019, uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral burns. That was uh, was just a year ago um, in a couple of weeks. And then, uh, you know, the last day of 2019, China notifies the World Health Organization of COVID-19 outbreak. And, uh, and here we are. Here we are. 7.8 billion people. Almost, yep. So we're getting we're crawling up on eight by the tenth anniversary. <laughs> so well, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll be down to six billion, but chances <laughs> are we'll be over eight. Yeah. Possible. Fingers crossed. We don't have any kind of massive. Oh, there's supposed to be an asteroid that's like. You ever see those articles where it's like an asteroid is coming close to Earth, and you're like, oh shit, and then it's like, oh yeah, it's nine hundred million miles away or something like, or nine hundred thousand miles away. Well, this last one, I think I saw one saying, you might hear a noise or some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. It's an asteroid that's, you know, passing, like you said, a gazillion miles away. I want it to be like Night of the Comet style. That is a really good movie. And, you know, I didn't see that movie till <laughs> five or six years ago. Wow. What a great movie that is. Yeah. I just remember everybody, like, turned to dust. And, like, there was dust in shoes. Yeah. Uh, so, Yeah. Um, lots of big things have happened since the birth of this podcast. I'm going to assume some more big things will happen before this podcast uh, ceases to exist. I felt a little like uh, John Cleese there. I wanted to, you know, I'm talking about the parrot. Um, I remember the sketch. I don't remember. I don't know your, your exact reference. Yeah. So um, essentially, it's it's John Cleese saying dead in like 150 different fashions. Oh, yes. Trying yeah. to explain to someone. Yeah. And, I was going to try to come up with something else, but I'm sure he actually used cease to exist at some point. Um, so yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff is uh, is going to keep happening, and uh, I mean, occasionally we'll keep talking about it. I guess. Yeah, I guess we're going to have to if we want to keep doing a podcast, huh? Um, you know what else has ceased to exist? The ability <laughs> for big publishers to send out goddamn review copies of shit. That's it. That is ceased to exist. Oh man, yeah. This, that's a little bit frustrating. Yeah. I mean, the whole review copy process is completely broken and someone needs to fix it. I will say that. It is. And Rob and I are, are offering to do that for people. <laughs> so no joke. We can take up the the way that um, books are distributed to reviewers because we see how wrong all of you guys are doing it. Yeah. Um, looking forward. You want to do a little looking forward? I'd love to. 
looking for, you know what, before we look forward, I want to talk about some of the subtle changes that have been happening uh, with the podcast and our kind of promotion of it recently. Um, you may have noticed, you may not have. Um, so we're doing a little bit more Instagrammy stuff, a little bit like wider promotion on different social media platforms and a little bit better, uh, I guess, looking uh, photos and stuff that go along with our announcements of of episodes that's just our, our effort to just not be super boring and maybe get a little bit flashier and a little nicer looking and the other thing you might notice um is that youtube so the service that we use used to automatically publish these little youtube videos and it would just put a little graphic up and it would automatically publish to our youtube whenever we put out a new episode and um for some reason that has become um just unreliable to the point where the service that we're using said, yeah, don't do this anymore. Do your own thing. And it pointed out a couple of services. So we're trying out um, making pretty looking videos for YouTube. So that's going to look a little bit different too. Um, if you have any suggestions about things that we could do to make it a little bit more approachable, obviously reach out. No one ever does, but we say that, you know, I have, anyway. I have, a, su I have a suggestion. <laughs> One of the things that I've noticed in this past, I don't know, 10 days or so as people are being forced to be at home, like people are just getting crazier and crazier. Like essentially now, <laughs> if you own a guitar, at some point you've decided to serenade the world. If you can play the guitar or sing or not, you've done it. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about this whole conversation from all the way at the beginning of this episode. What if on Instagram you start taking some sexy photos with the books? So it's you in your pajama pants and your hat with no shirt on, which we've already established. <laughs> and you start seeing if, if a little bit of beefcake maybe gets us a little more interest. <laughs> um, I, I would. It's funny because I feel like if I had suggested that, you would have immediately shot it down. So I'm a little surprised. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's it's weird times, dude. People are getting weirder and weirder the longer they're cooped up at home. So I figured you'd get to that on your own anyway. And if I suggest it, at least I feel like I'm part of the decision and I don't just <laughs> open my Instagram one day. To be like, is this fucking guy who looks like Rob? Holy shit, he's holding a book, a book that we're reviewing. What the fuck? It's Rob. <laughs> you know, there's glasses and hat anywhere. Um, yeah. Maybe. Uh, you if inspired... you want to be a little more anonymous, it could just be from the neck down. I mean, you don't have to do. That's true. You know, if you're. The booked tattoo is going to be a dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you don't want people to know who you are, just do it from the neck down holding a book on our Instagram page. and No one, <laughs> no one will ever figure it out. No one could. How could they? Um, you did just give me an idea, though. I could totally webcam stuff. Like, I could just, like, here's, yeah, I'm sitting on my couch reading, and it's on a webcam, so people could watch me reading. There you go. Um, I think I just found our $5 Patreon level reward. <laughs> Rob, watch, Rob Cam? Watch, yeah, watch Rob, watch Justified. <laughs> and, then, and then rush through reading a book. It's just, there would be a lot more crying than you expect. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah, because I I wouldn't expect any crying. Zero crying is what my expectation is for that. So, yes, there will probably be significantly more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, looking forward? Yeah, looking forward. Um, We've got a big year ahead of us, and like I said, I'm kind of hesitant to, to talk about some things, although we have some firm commitments. Um, Things break down all the time. Um, Screws fall out all the time. It's a Breakfast Club reference, right? Nice. It's a like perfect it. world. Screws fall out all the time. Um, we have some some pretty big interviews coming up, and I'm super excited. We, we kind of already revealed the Max Berry interview. Here's what I will say, and I guess people can do their own, their own research on this. Looking forward, we here at Booked are planning to set the world record. The world record, guys. I looked into this. No other book review podcast has ever ever interviewed three guys named Max in one year. <laughs> That's true. Do with that information what you will. I've already contacted the Guinness Book people to see <laughs> if they're interested in getting us an entry. But uh, that's that's what I'm working on for, for this year. We're going to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. Three interviews with guys named Max all in one calendar year. Different guys named, not the same guy three yes, times. Yes, three different guys named Max. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm, that's all the information I'm going to give you guys. Make of that what you will. But that's what we have uh, in the uh, in the works for uh, for this year. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, I'm happy. We have a lot of... Um, it's nice to have the actual books in hand so that we can, you know, 
confidently say this is going to get reviewed instead of just hoping we get one or whatever. So um, this is definitely the most planned out um, planned out. We've been even better than, than last year, I'd say. For sure. Um, <laughs> there's a whole calendar and it's, it's, it's <laughs> one step away from the, the, the big chart with the red string going from oh, pin yeah. to pin. Yeah. So, but um, we're, we're figuring it out a little at a time. Um, we have very action packed year for you this year. And I get the feeling that this is the start of, um, of more. Look, I, I've always loved what we do. I just feel like this year we're doing it at a different level. And I, I think we, this all started last year and it it's did, getting yeah. better and better. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to our, our 10th year, um, really being a banner year. Phase two. This is phase two. Yeah. Took us nine years to get here. <laughs> nine goddamn years to get here. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Um, finally, uh, I want to say that we are recording. We had that streak of recording on, on holidays and special occasions, um, for a long time, not so much lately, but you know, we did that for a long time where we'd be recording on Easter or Christmas or whatever. And today is a very special day. Do tell. I'm not sure what this one is. It is a friend of the podcast, Jesse Lawrence's birthday today. So I want to give a birthday shout out to Jesse. Um, he's always been a huge supporter, like far more than he probably should rationally be like sending us books all the time and, and stuff. So, um, and obviously he's like a close personal friend of mine. Love you, buddy. Happy birthday. Yeah. Jesse is uh, genuinely one of the nicest guys I know, if not the nicest guy I know. So, uh, if you know, Jesse, um, you might be a little late by the time you hear this, but a belated birthday is better than none at all. Um, I just took that moment to send him a message myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Jesse's a, an absolutely terrific guy. And you know what? Oddly enough, like the one person that like messaged me just to see if I was OK through all of this. So, wow, Jesse's, that probably includes all heart. Yeah, that definitely <laughs> does not include Rob. Yeah. So, wow. but um, yeah, so uh, happy birthday, buddy. You know, we didn't talk about, I don't think, I mean, holiday episodes, right? So um, I don't, oh, yeah. I, I think we might be on hiatus for holiday episodes till at least July. Yeah, it's looking that well, depending on how travel, well, July is going to be a hiccup too. That's one thing for me. My, my May event got moved to July, so. That's true. Um, All right. yeah. Well, maybe it'll just be a Halloween episode this year. We could just concentrate it. Yeah not spread ourselves out so much to different holidays just do yeah better fewer holidays i'll also take a look and see if there's any romanian holidays we can celebrate this year because we keep celebrating american holidays mm. and uh you know a little diversity wouldn't hurt us that's a little what xenophobic it's a little xenophobic yeah, we don't want to be xenophobic no i wonder how many people had to figure out how to spell xenophobic in the last few weeks yeah well <laughs> Yeah, probably a handful. It's like it's like Zima, but just with an N. Xenophobic. Yeah. You know You remember Zima? You drank Zima, didn't you? I've never in my life had a Zima. I'm hundred percent I'm being hundred percent honest. Were you just were you just too young? Is that one of no, I, I was okay. all right. I, I don't uh, I never I always thought it I always saw it as kind of like a wimpy drink. You know? Like I but, wanted but, but more that hardcore white stuff. Call. But that white claw, that's... Oh, I've come around, man. I'm in my 40s now. I get to say stuff like that. Like, white claw is awesome. Although, Um, when I did stock up uh, on the alcohol side for this, uh, you know, Armageddon that we're going through right now, um, I didn't... uh, I got the heavier stuff. I didn't get the white claws. um, All right. So, Zima came out in 1993, which fit with what I remembered. Like, I was probably, (laughs) you know, just of drinking age, you know? Yeah. Yeah. it's marketed as an alternative to beer. Uh, is now is reflected as a cooler, 4.7 to 5.4% alcohol by volume. Uh, production in the U.S. ceased in 2008, but the product still marketed in Japan. In 2017, hmm. Miller Coors announced the limited release of Zima for the U.S. market. Um, it returned in the summer of 2017 and 28, summer of 2018. It did not return in 2019, but I'm willing to bet this this White Claw shit oh, that yeah. Zima will be making a comeback. Yeah. 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 Hard seltzers are just cannibalizing like not just craft beer, but like macro beers too. Like that's why every like there's Bud Light has a I'm sure Budweiser has a, a seltzer. Everybody's making a seltzer because 
they're losing so much business to hard seltzers. It's insanity. But I like what causes <laughs> this? I realize we're complete and you could edit all this out, but I, I'm just like, we're not in the middle of a fitness craze. Cause I would understand that if it, you know what I mean? Like, yes, there are always people who are trying to be more healthy and are working out and stuff like that but you know there are those times where there's like a craze happens for a little bit Mm -hmm. we're not in one of those so i don't know how like just a low calorie alcoholic beverage you know shot to the top in in no time in like what a year when when did it it was a matter of months it was i mean i'm sure it's been out for a little while but like it took over like oh in a matter of months it's insane um it was introduced in 2016 yeah um I, i don't i don't know I don't. I. I also don't know. I don't know the ex- explanation for it. Fickle group, uh, alcohol drinkers. Apparently, I tried it. I, I don't really care for it. Um, so I. Not not for me. I think I'll stick to wine when I need to. And I'm not opposed to like drinking beer, but it just it wasn't for me. But yeah, the White Claw is uh, it's a big deal. I have ten one. years. Ten years from now, that'll be on you know one of these lists like yeah. White Claw came up. <laughs> Made it really big in like 2019. Damn it! Why wasn't on my list for 2016? Yeah, I'm slipping here. Um, I do have one can of PBR hard coffee in the in the fridge, um, which is a a beer drink, but it's got um, coffee and milk in it. That's a uh, Drew Carey, the Drew Carey. Oh, that's show. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. All right, we're. I think we're. Are we done? Yeah, we're past. We're past <laughs> it. Yep. Next week, two episodes. One, a review of Providence by Max Berry. Two, an interview with Max Berry. So it's going to be a, an exciting and busy week at the podcast. Um, hopefully, you guys are all staying safe and healthy. I think that the right way to say this is it's okay to be selfish and protect your own health because while you're doing that, you're protecting the health of all of those around you. So I operate in the way Livius does, concerned about number one. <laughs> and my concern for me is being helpful to all of those around me. So there's my there's my little pep talk around uh, the current situation. Um, I'm not going to... I'm not going to get anything out better worded than that. So um, I'm just going to say thanks for joining us for our ninth anniversary episode. And we'll see you next week for some Max Berry. Until then, I'm Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Snudden. Keep reading.